Hello and welcome. What's so funny? It's a formality. It's a requirement. Hello and welcome to the Laughing Plates Podcast. I believe this is edition number 226. Wow. Well, I'm glad you- we celebrated <laughs> Our 225. For, for all you people who only get the show via the RSS feed, boy, are you going to be happy when that gets fixed and you have this big backlog of episodes <laughs> to listen to. Um, let's see. Alex, start the show. Uh, to my left, we have the, the lovely fairy Marianne. Oh, yay. I'm a fairy. Cool. Um, I, get to I, think, about. I think she's a fairy. Across from me is the, the evil but maybe kind of sweet Bog King. I've got a lot of box familiarity. I like that a lot. That's just a uh, to, to my right is Roland. Roland, Roland, Roland. And I am Sunny. What I chance? No, I know nothing about him other than he sings um, a couple songs in the film Strange Magic. Now, by the Bog King, is that like, be a guest? Be our guest? That no, no, not that kind of bog. I think it's bog. like an actual, like a, you know, a stanky pool of water somewhere in a oh, oh the the cranberry thing they do at Epcot yeah oh like the cranberry bog yeah like a cranberry uh, bog see, I thought they wanted me to get in with them like cranberries <laughs> be our guest <laughs> ah it's <laughs> the security okay we are the Laughing Place podcast we're actually doobie that's me Rebecca hey fanboy sup <laughs> <laughs> and Alex hi <laughs> And before we jump into our show today, we do have a little bit of breaking news. It was with much, much excitement that the internet world got all a flutter today as it was announced, broken by Cinema Blend, Cinema Blend I believe, that the Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens story is actually being done by none other than George Lucas. That was some exciting, <laughs> exciting news, I think. Were you all excited about this? I think we were excited when we found out George wasn't doing it. Isn't that funny? I just I still find that so funny that oh he, the headline reads you know George George Lucas says they didn't go with any of my ideas and then I saw numerous fanboy comments oh yay oh, what judging a by the thirteen percent Rotten Tomato <laughs> score for Strange Magic it might be a good thing which that they didn't he, use any of his ideas. I believe has a story credit for um, he <laughs> is the creator it's from the mind of George Lucas he has a writing credit and uh, executive producer and it's a Lucasfilm film that was made prior to Disney's. Acclamation. But released after Disney's Acclamation. Well, the, the first. Yeah. The first Lucasfilm property. And I think the last <laughs> non-Star Wars Lucasfilm property ever. They might make indie. That's yeah. true. Maybe. Okay. And the last non-Star Wars, too. non-indie. Ooh, I would love a Labyrinth. What else do they have? Do they have any other franchises? Um, uh, oh, uh, um, Tucker, the car movie. Willow. That was actually a good movie. <laughs> I like Tucker. I didn't know that was Lucasfilm. They could do an American Graffiti sequel. Willow. Willow? Yeah, Willow. Willow. I like Willow. that movie. I have wait, great memories wait, of Val wait, Kilmer. Tucker. You're talking about... Aren't you talking about Tugger? I thought it was Tucker. Tucker is the movie about the guy who made a car right. who was ahead of its time. Right. Oh, okay. When then you yes. turn, the headlines turned with you. Yeah. That's okay, that's fine then. For some reason, I thought it was the other one, that little animated one that had its that was an independent, but okay, go ahead. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Laughing Place Podcast. We're sponsored by MouseYourVacations.com. Thank you, MouseYourVacations.com. If you're planning a trip, a cruise, Disneyland, Disney World Adventures by Disney Aulani, anywhere like that, go to MouseYourVacations.com because they take great care of you just as they have taken great care of me several times in the past. I also recommend Howard Johnson's of Anaheim. It's just across Harbor Boulevard right next to the 5 Freeway. Don't be alarmed. It's not loud or anything. Great one does. Um, and it's a short walk to the front gate of Disneyland. It's even a shorter watch walk than from the Disneyland Hotel. They have family suites. They have a great water fun area. We 
stayed there many times because they're great, and all the Disney fans know to stay at HojoAnaheim.com to book their travel through MouseRevacations.com. With that, let's get to an extremely busy week in the week of Disney. Fanboy, what's our top story? I think the biggest thing to happen in the Disney community, the biggest story is uh, LaughingPlace.com relaunched. <laughs> I said an extremely busy week yeah. in the world of Disney. Um, Just a software launch. Now, when you say World of Disney, are you talking about the merchandise locations at Disneyland and Walt Disney World, or are you talking about? Yeah, we actually we actually we we changed uh, DNS at uh, the World of Disney in the villain's room. Um, I think there there's some interesting news that came out last Friday, late last Friday. Okay. So they uh, Disney announced their proxy uh, statement. And money, money, money. also their shareholder meeting, money. and Mr. Iger made a little bit of money, but little. <coughs> <laughs> um, What's he taking home? Is he broken six figures yet? Six uh, figures. I think he's almost at seven. <laughs> I think he's at like mid eight. Yeah, uh, he took out somewhere around forty, as I recall. Yeah, million, million. You Not know that's twenty five hundred times the lowest paid Disney employee. Wow. I don't see the lowest paid Disney employee by Lucasfilm. Is that the Honey Bucket person? Is that the lowest paid? No, they, they get they get a oh, poop they premium. Must get good, yeah, they have to be well paid. <laughs> honey Bucket premium. What's the Honey Bucket? Honey Bucket's the guy in the parade Sweeper. who comes after the after the horses oh, with his little Sweeper. bucket. Yeah, and his little scoop. forty million might not be enough. For we me call to him do the Honey Bucket. <laughs> and then our CFO, the Honorable Jay Rizzullo, uh, legend among Disney tick, fans. Talk tick. His contract expires in two weeks. Ten oh. days. Ten and days from this recording. What? At the end of the month. Is there, are they not renewing? He will either be, this is the scuttlebutt. Okay. He'll either be the president and heir apparent, no. or he will take it as a slight and move on to greener pastures. Move along. Move along. Move along. <laughs> move along. Who, would you, who would you pick? As to be the next in line? Yeah. Uh, anyone but Rizzolo. But, I mean, you have to look Kathy. at it. Yes, fanboy's got this thing for Kathy. Yeah. Mangum? No. no, no okay. No. Oh, like, Lucas. Kennedy. Oh, Kennedy. Oh, okay. Who, hmm. Is she one of the Kennedys? Is she like a Kennedy Bunkport? I, I believe she's married to Arnold Schwarzenegger, if okay. that means anything. Yeah. Cool. What? No. Kennedy. <laughs> no, we're kidding. Yes, we're kidding. <laughs> She's married to Frank Marshall. I'm like, what, what on earth? She is? Yes. Yeah. Like Penny Marshall's father? No, like, that's Gary Marshall. Yeah. Oh, oh is, are they related? Penny Marshall and Gary Marshall are sisters. Or brother well, brother and sister. They're siblings. Siblings. But Frank Marshall's not related to them at all? No. Mm-mm. Okay, because didn't Frank and Gary work together and stuff? Uh, Frank worked on, like, Jurassic Park. Did he work on Princess Diaries or Pretty Woman? I don't think so. No. So... That's now. I know oh, you've been saying Kathy idea. Kennedy for a long time. Do you think this has a real shot, or is this just who you think would be a good person for it? I, I think she has as much of a shot as the next guy. Jay Rizzuto. No, I. I <laughs> or you? I mean. I don't know if Rizzuto has what it takes. What I don't know is whether that will preclude him from. You know, if the way the politics game mm-hmm. goes, he ends up getting it anyway. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I would like to remind the audience that Fanboy did not think Bob Iger had what it takes. <gasps> did I? 
I don't know if you would have used those words. You did not think it was a good move. No one thought it was a good move, Disney fan wise. Yeah, but I love that yeah, matter. I, I'm more, I have been. I've had more exposure to Jay Rizzuto than I've had exposure to Bob Iger at the, the at the same at the, moment. At the same mm-hmm. moment, and um, I just like at the last. Not the last show. She had Harold meeting before that, where Jay Rizzuto's there chewing gum, sitting there. Dude, it that just must was, have just set you off. That's just so funny. It just, the things it just, that set you off is funny. Well, it just it looked. There's sort of certain part of the job is you got to be a figurehead. He doesn't get it. Walt no, Disney's no, not not nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? No, and it's not. It's not, not, it's not like a show thing. It's like bad show. That he's chewing gum, but no business person no, right. at a business meeting. Show. Yeah, I understand. His expo show was also bad show. Do you remember that? Do you remember his Parks and Resorts presentation? No. Well, because it was unmemorable. No, was, we weren't. We weren't there. Uh, we were uh, offsite. Right. But no, it was, I know it was unmemorable. It was bad. It was real bad. He, I mean, he was just he was standing there, and he what he had to pitch was the you know. New Fantasyland stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of it was exciting, some of it was not exciting. Can't wait to but go his enthusiasm level was flat throughout the entire thing, and so he was he was talking about be our guest at the restaurant with the same level of you're gonna love this as mm-hmm. Sleeping Beauty walkthrough attraction no. where you can write a sixteen happy sixteenth birthday greeting card for her. I, I want to be fair in case he does become CEO. I want him to like me, uh-huh. but. Looking back at Bob Iger, like I remember Iger opening oh, up the yeah. um, Dream thing, was Golden Dream, Golden. Mm-hmm. at uh, DCA. So and he stiff. Was as oh, stiff yeah. as could be. He made yes. Al Gore look like a uh, carrot top or something. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and, um, Did he have props? <laughs> <laughs> and now you look at him now, he's still no, you know, he's no Obama when it comes to oratory, but he, he certainly seems very comfortable and yeah. he knows how to use inflection. So, That's you know, a, the CEO's okay. main job is not to, but he could... To, to give a speech, but he could grow into it. But when you when you're talking about the department that you lead to a group of diehard fans, you would think you'd be just a little more excited to be telling them brand Maybe new he's news. Nervous. Maybe he's just not I a don't speaker. Know. Maybe you have, he's a thinker. You have to be a speaker to be at that level. But you can learn, as Bob Iger has exhibited. True. Hear that, Jay? I'm on your side. I mean, <laughs> but it, I mean, if they Jimmy's went with the no, but if they went with if they went with Kennedy, um, you would be in essence kind of vaulting her over both Stags and Rizzullo. No, you won't be vaulting them over. You'd be picking them instead. But it's not like they're her boss. But I mean, I think. But she doesn't head a division. But I, I, no I way she does. But I think they both felt like they were being. Groomed for the possibility of it. So if you, so if neither one of them, I mean, let's they put it this have way: some awkward meetings. We really, we we all thought that you know, pretty much, if Stags moved up, that Rizzullo would go out, and if Rizzullo moved up, right. Stags would go out. So what happens if she, she's they up both there? But, but if yeah, but if they're they both, not the or right might people, might they both stay? It's too important to pick the right CEO. Yeah, that you know, if you're going to lose. Your CFO because he feels slighted. Right. That's fine, but you can't pick the guy because you're worried he might leave. Or you you which, can't be you can't be put at gunpoint for. Would it. she have the board support? I don't know. I mean, that's that's if I knew who had the board support, I would know oh, the answer to the question. Yeah. I think, you know, it was very clear who didn't have the board support. You know, Ann Sweeney mm-hmm. and Sweeney and things like that. So. 
you know, it's it's the ultimate question. And the board is very – it's not like it used to be. It's very diverse. Right. And so there's no, po you know – What's that? Po' boys, right? <laughs> they, I mean, in, not in terms of – in terms of they're not all Eisner lackeys like they used to be. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You know, they – whoever – I think Bob is too concerned about his legacy – to put someone there who he's not comfortable with. I don't think he's going to be a wash my hands of this kind of thing, pick whoever the heck you want. I think he's going to want to make sure that, and I think that's why they switched the CFO and Parks positions was to, yeah, they were grooming both of them, but if both of them aren't ready, then. And so your feeling is that she has a better handle on the, on the managing of a creative brand. I think she has more executive She's more of an executive than the other two. I think Jay didn't show leadership when he was in charge of Parks and Resorts. Tom has shown reactionary leadership, and I like Tom a lot, personally. I mean, not that we hang out, but, you know, whenever I've met him, he's been quite quite pleasant. But to me, when it shows the Hollywood leadership that you need to exhibit in this job, you know, and you got to remember, most of... What's the biggest part of this company is ESPN and ABC, and mm-hmm. and it's not I mean, theme parks. Disney needs a well, the Disney reason, is a media company. They right. need a media executive, you think. Right. And, and, and a part of w- the current kind of blossoming of the theme parks is, to some extent, on the back of Frozen. I mean, not alone, but I mean, yeah. it, it rejuvenates. The movies drive the parks. It, it rejuvenates. The and it, notwithstanding. Yeah, so... So yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. And Alan uh, Horn has no interest, right? Is that his name? Oh yeah, Alan Horn doesn't have any interest. And in here's what I think might. Ha- here's what I would. That's the head of the studios. Your dark right. horse. What I could see happening is Kathy Kennedy takes over as C- as president CEO, a president maintaining Lucasfilm oversight. Then Kevin Feige moves over from Marvel to Lucasfilm, and. That I could see that happening. Oh, interesting! Wow, that would be weird. That would be very interesting. And Ike becomes more hand-on than no. Marvel. I think they find you know Louis Desposito or Jeremy Latsom or somebody takes over from Marvel, someone from their division. That would be very interesting. Is Kevin much younger than um, um, Kathleen? Yeah, it would let so Kevin. Next. It would let Kevin focus more on cinematic. Is what you're thinking. Yeah, I think deep down he would love to run Star Wars. Oh, huh. And I think his passion for Star Wars exceeds his passion for Marvel. And I think he would love to build, play in that universe. Okay. And do what he did at Marvel over at Lucasfilm. That would be stellar. I mean... I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just, it, it would, because his vision, what he's done with Marvel has been amazing. And without, without, well, at least seemingly, the way people talk about him without micromanagement. I mean, he seems to do a very good job of keeping the focus that is needed for that kind of cinematic universe. But yet, I mean, listening to the, the tracks that are with mm-hmm. the DVDs, the way the team talks about him, is a camaraderie, uh, not an right. overlord. Yeah. 
Ant and Man like he lets each director kind of have their say and do their thing while still maintaining the overall exactly. goal. As long as they stay in line. Well, yeah, like, but I mean, original Ant Man guy got booted. Yeah, but I mean, but that's what you have to do when you have a very substantial, you know, right. when you have a very good handle on your vision, and that's what keeps your brand strong, especially if it's a, been a proven win. I mean, his the. The vision that he has shared with people has been a, has been a proven win. Because I mean, you got the impression with um, Guardians listening to Gun, right? That's who we're listening Peter to, Gun, right? Yes. yes. Dun, 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 um, dun, dun, talking dun, dun. about Guardians, that you know, he wasn't like jumping over you know bridges in excitement that uh, he had to have the Thanos. Yeah, in the film, <laughs> but yet he wasn't. But but yet the way he presented it, you got the impression that he didn't feel like it was kind of lorded over him. But he definitely knew it had to be there. <laughs> Interesting. I I what would you give the chances of you being right at twenty? Who do you think is the most likely next CEO of Walt Disney Company? If you had to if you had to bet on one, Tom. Really? I thought he was like out. That he was, I, that's the word on the street, but I think if I had to, if I was betting, I would say Tom. I but you I don't think my my scenario is out there. I could also see Jay. I'm just not convinced that. And here's the other thing that I think is coming into play: Jay's contract's ending in two weeks. And so the presumption is he's kind of playing hardball with his contract. And I think that just comes across as not very CEO-y. You know, I mean, they all have to negotiate their contracts and be tough. But to say, you know, you need to make me president or I'm not going to sign a contract, I think doesn't reflect well upon him. And I think I could see that really burning some bridges. I was going to – especially if you – from a, as an outsider – it seems that Iger is still, even though he's been there as long as he has, he's still loved. I mean, not like, you know, kiss his feet kind of thing. But I mean, they, they still... I would. But they don't... But no, but you don't, you don't hear those hushed voices kind of, you know, giggling no, at, at um, myths, at, at uh, mistakes he makes like you did when Eisner made any. Everybody kind of like leap, leapt on them and was like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Um, I don't get that he impression. made a mistake, yeah. I don't get that impression with Iger. And so to have him stand up, in essence, to kind of shove Iger against the wall, it, I wonder how that'll play internally, you know, to kind of see, see him act that way towards the current boss. Now, that was just mentioned in the proxy statement by it needed to be, I presume. Yeah, because they have to put the, you know, the employment contracts it's in. It's not like this was leaked out by Rizula no, or no, no, no. something. No, it's part okay. of the proxy. They're not going to make me president, guys. Fight for me. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, right. <laughs> that, that'll work. But this may be. But this may just be. You know, kind of everybody just expects it. Nobody thinks anything of it, and you just kind of move on. For all I know, you it's know also, what I mean. Bob Iger, I gotta say, has always. You know, I remember when they bought Star Wars, and the scuttlebutt on Wall Street was they were going to buy like Scripps, who has like the Home and Garden Channel and right. Food Network. And then, so no, he bought Lucasfilm instead. So no one saw that coming except me. And <laughs> so I think, but with, I, I don't think you know what's conventional wisdom and the word on the street yeah. doesn't necessarily apply to. But Bob. which is why does, I predict. So does it? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Which is why I predict the next CEO, the next president, future CEO of the company, will be Michael Ovitz. 
with um with stags how how does he um how does he overcome the criticism if there is any which i'm guessing there must be some of the cost of like the my magic plus ballooning and and the costs and their developments overseas ballooning well i don't i i wouldn't say development overseas has ballooned more than one would you expect would think with a project like that well, no, I was, I was thinking it's not, Asia. It's not, ballooned more than Disneyland oh, okay. it's not, it's not right, Disneyland yeah. Paris, Paris levels of problems. Okay. I mean, co- yeah, costs are, they're over budget, mm-hmm. but not to the point where the game is changing like okay. that. Where I think his more bigger concerns is probably, I think his only concern, I mean, there's, there's talk of Avatar and all this other stuff. Yeah. But I think his real concern is uh, My Magic Plus. However, if you talk to them now... They're very, you know, Bob's very keen on My Magic Plus, yes. which, yes, you know, it could be said that the prior regime, Jay, you know, created a working environment that wasn't conducive to it, mm-hmm. and that when they realized that this was a big problem, he fixed it, mm-hmm. and so there's something to be said there. So I, I think those that are counting Tom out are being a little too, uh, um quick to draw that conclusion not saying they're wrong not saying they're right i I just i every the whole tom is dead stuff i just don't i don't buy into it yet i i know as far as like uh, from a consumer side i'm much more excited at the at the idea of stags standing up at various events representing the Disney brand than I would be with Rizzullo just because of the just because of stage presence oh, and the too. interaction interaction I've had I have no idea what kind of actual management style or, you know I've not worked with either one of them mm-hmm. so I'm not just like I say speaking purely from the consumer the Disney fan the Disney reporter you know angle oh, I would no. look forward to that more <laughs> is, there, is there anyone I mean I know you're not you know exactly as in tune to these executive branches as Mr. Boy over here, but if, if you could handpick the next Disney CEO, EEO, is there anyone, CEO, is there anyone in your mind? There isn't anyone in my mind. There's a few names that that kind of would scare me, <laughs> but there's no, there's, no, um, there's no one that I know well enough to kind of go, well, yeah, that, that's, who should, that's who should do it. I'm going to make a bold prediction. Yeah. Rich Ross. <laughs> coming back, goal. coming back from Discovery Channel. See, I was thinking Jim Jim Lewis. So, mm. oh, dude. one of us. Were you? Is no, seriously. <laughs> Probably both. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but uh, oh, well. I if it's if it's Jay Rizzullo, you have to promise me that when they announce him, that we will put up the picture we have of him in the bug antlers, <laughs> the bug antenna. We will. We will. <laughs> Jay, Jay Rizzullo, new CEO with the little bug antenna. Oh, do you remember that evening? Oh yeah. <laughs> He, a, that was the opening of Bugs. Yeah, Edge. I remember. He didn't speak fluent. He went to oh, Paris, not right. speaking a word of French. He came back speaking fluent English. <laughs> that was an ice. No, no. Club. He he said he went to France, not speaking a word of English, and came back speaking fluent French. Something along those lines. <laughs> Merci. <laughs> it was, it was the, very nice. Is yeah. there another, or has there been another major media company with a female CEO? I'm thinking. There's been not I cannot think of anyone who has been CEO. There's been people who have been high up, higher up than anyone at Disney's been. Right. But 
Uh, I cannot think of a scene. And hasn't Disney lo- recently lost some of their high-ranking... Well, they're, they're token... Women. I mean, I don't, want, I don't want to say token. That's <laughs> That is they're, very... They're... Go to person when they would talk about women in executive ranks was Anne Sweeney, and they lost her, right? Replaced her with Ben, um, yeah, Affleck. No, Affleck, uh, Ben Sherwood, mm-hmm. and and then the second name that that you would always hear bantered about whenever anybody talked about high level women within the Disney company was Meg Crofton, who's right. retiring, or is it retirement? She's retiring, yeah. and then Aaron Wallace, mm-hmm. who was the number two for a long time down there in Florida, is uh, moving on. Moving to Michigan and oh. taking a different job. Yeah, That's so odd. so they're losing. But so, they have Kathleen Kennedy now. Well, so they're losing several high, yep. high-profile, highly placed females within the company, and so no better way to strike back than calling one the CEO. Yeah, I mean, in, and to some extent, you have to do that with your with your protecting your brand. I mean, it's. It's a reality of, of no, but it, it, yeah, it's it's, well, it's, it's the know, reality of business. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, the, 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 it is Disney is by no means a male dominated company in the executive ranks. There's Jane Parker, who's the head of HR. There's uh, Meg Crofton, obviously, Walt still at Walt Disney World. Um, you know, at, 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 at now, ABC, though. at ABC, you have you know women in charge of all the owned stations is a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, you have. Um, um, Kathy Kennedy as well, mm-hmm. and so there, there are. It's by no means, you know, a boys' club in the executive ranks, but. Mm-hmm. And they're often, and their voice is often a female. I've noticed over the years. I mean, in the in dealing with their public relations and, and whatnot, oh, you, right, you, yeah. deal, you deal with a lot of you deal with a lot of women. And not and not the oh yeah Zenya Muka yeah and usually and and these are and there's kind of two. There's kind of two branches of PR. Um, when you deal with a company, you, there's a one branch that's the promotional side. So they're the ones who tell you, "Hey, this new soundtrack just came out today," or you know, "Be sure to check out." Or hey, Girl three Meets new World. soundtracks. Yeah. Just came out today. <laughs> By the way, here's also three Blu-rays to review and four books. Thanks. Yeah. The, so there's that uh, side. Zero world problem. And then so much free stuff being. Saved. And then and then there's the and then there's the branch of communications that is the one that gets the call of. So measles at Disneyland or, you know, people have died on Small World and they have to take that call. And and you have women well represented within both sides, not, you know, only only one or the other. Now, what was her name? Zinya? Zinya. Also mm-hmm. stars in the new Casey Undercover, right? Ah. <laughs> Zendaya. It's a different person. No, but yeah. I can see this. Have you seen Zenya dance? I have not. I've seen <laughs> Annie Hamburger dance. So I can just see this headline, though, if, if, if a woman becomes CEO of Disney, that the, the company that made glass, glass footwear famous now breaks the glass ceiling. <laughs> Thank you, Hedda Hopper. Thank you, Hedda Hopper. Yes. No, that's exactly. Like, I, can yes, I, the, I can see the swirling newsreel come in and like hit the screen. <laughs> you are on the moon. Extra, extra. You're on the moon. <laughs> Looking good, Kathy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We need to use that voice on the site somehow. We need to be doing some video voiceover work. That'd be fun. We should be doing doing newsreel versions of headlines with that voice. Yeah. They'd intersperse it with uh, Agent Carter. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> speed up the video and make it all crackly. <laughs> Throw in Reese Davies for no apparent reason. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please buckle your seatbelt from left to right. <laughs> Young man, Indiana Jones. And, uh, I feel like I should erase this. We can the DL because I like this idea. Oh, but no one listens, so we're safe. Because <laughs> <laughs> the RSS feed's broken. <laughs> won't be fixed before we do this okay oh, all right so anything funny. fun on the agenda because that you know that was important not the most fun topic we've ever covered well there's some big news coming out of disneyland measles measles Ouch. <laughs> oh specifically five cast members now have measles. yeah, yeah. Over, over they have now warned unvaccinated people not to go to disneyland the company with rise seriously weasels well, i have giving seen cast that. Members who, the measles. Who, yeah who is they the california um that's pretty far. Department of Public Health. That's very far. Public relations. <laughs> you know what cures measles? Boysenberries. <laughs> the Association of All Theme Parks Not Named Disney is advising guests not to go to Disneyland. Wow. Have you tried a butterbeer? Brought to you in part by Cedar I, I read an article that they were um, making sure that cast members knew that they could have, they were providing assistance with um, immunization can tests you, and immunizations. Immunizations? Yeah, yeah. I was tested for whether or not I had, I was immune when um, we started talking about getting pregnant. And if, and you if I they wasn't, they would, shot? I, from what I understood, yeah. If it, I wasn't, I would have gotten a shot. All right, people, just get your shots and go to Disneyland. They should just give them at the front gate. <laughs> Bag check and yeah. bag check and an inoculation. <laughs> Disneyland is eighty-five acres. Yeah, when you come to Disneyland, you know what the you problem don't have is. To show your immunization records. That's all it is. They close it's, up it's John Pharmacy. <laughs> is it like the whole? Park? Is it the whole resort? The whole park? Is it people that walk by well, Small World? Is there like a measles bush? People see, are touching? like How I does this work? like I say, if they had well, measles is a highly contagious disease, and that it can it, it it can remain on a on a object. Like if you touched a hand, if you transmitted it to a handrail. From my understanding, I'm not a CDC representative. It's what you I've read in an article. On the <laughs> it's what I've read in an article is that it actually it, the the virus is such that it can remain on an on an object. So does, it can do be you, transferred. Does anyone know if like but, Disney is like I said, because of this after after hours they've made an effort to just yeah, disinfect wondered. the park? I wondered. I would yeah. think that if they are they would have like viral videos out there of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I see what you did. But I'm I try. I feel like they need to get the cruise line people on board. Seriously though, that's what they would do. I mean, I know it has gone viral. But I would think Yeah, I would don't do know. something. I don't know. But it's but it all I mean, this is all stemming from that one incident a few a few months ago, right? Well, they say like I, I the guess, yeah, guess visiting zero. Well, from it was a Filipino visitor. How rude! They know. Yeah, they know. How? It was. A, I don't know. But well, how do they know the person that brought measles to the? I park? don't. I don't know. I just feel guilty. But you know what's interesting is if they had my magic plus, they would know exactly where that person went, and so they would know exactly what needed to be. You know, they would know they went from here to here to here to here. I just can't like, believe with all down. the people they that go to the They sneezed on the sneeze guard. That's what it was. With all the people. Oh, gross. <laughs> Mohan man. <laughs> I can't believe with all the people that go to the park that people don't go to there with measles all the time. Well, it's not a particularly popular we, it disease. Was pre- it was considered eradicated in the U.S. in the but, late 80s, early 90s. But people go from all over the world and... It's not the most debilitating disease in the world, right? I but bet this it's probably it... happened before, and like no one just traced it back to Disneyland. In the, you know, in a much smaller this, outbreak. The 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 like, if you follow what the CDC is saying, that th- this wouldn't this 
incident wouldn't be what it was if it weren't for the fact that we have cut back as a, as as users right. on how much we inoculate mm-hmm. um because this is this particular um uh vaccine is the one that was named in that report on autism the connection between autism that has since been declared fraud mm-hmm. um but it is still you know widely held and i think m- even more so it's really put a fear in people a lack of trust see i i grew up in a home that i was not vaccinated um but it was not connected to this it was a religious uh, deferment and uh, I was inoculated one time when I was very small for um, to enroll in school, but I didn't receive any kind of boosters or anything. It was kind of just enough to get the car to get me in school ty- type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I have a, a, a little bit of a softer side toward, towards those people who struggle with it. Um, but um, our son has been vaccinated just because of the whole herd um, immunization you know, what I've learned about it and everything. But I'll be honest, after he got vaccinated, I had sleepless nights wondering, did I do the right thing? So so I think, you know, that's kind of come into play more with the with the the fact that this has happened. So my so what I guess what I'm saying is I suspect that yes, there have been other tourists who have gone to Disneyland with measles, but because of the way the United States has changed in its behavior towards immunizations it didn't have a chance to take the same kind of foothold that it has now. That's what kind of blows my mind. Is I didn't realize how many people weren't vaccinated until they were, it was, I was listening to the news and they were talking about the percentage of people in sort of an unrelated story, but um, related to measles, but not, they weren't, it, it was just a coincidence. And I mean, I just remember growing up, you know, knowing my mom got vaccinated for polio, but I didn't have to get vaccinated for polio because polio was gone. Cause everyone got vaccinated. I feel like we'd want to do that again. For you know mumps and measles and all mm-hmm. that, but uh, so it. But it's, sc- it's but it's it just is, weird. Yeah, I mean, but it but it, no, but it is scary because, I mean, we look at what happened while we were in in Florida, and a bunch of people became very ill, and I think in some cases died because the pharma- pharmaceutical company had very poor procedures, and there was some sort of mold or something within. The medicine, so these people were being injected, thinking it was medicine, but it actually, you know, ended up right. killing them. So, you know, it's it, it's not at all related to the, you know, the other stuff, and that that hasn't been, you know, I don't, I'm not aware of any cases where that's happened with vaccinations. But as a parent, you know, those kinds of things go go in. You you feel very vulnerable. You're you're really putting your faith in in some in some your trust in somebody else to protect mm-hmm. your kid, and that's kind of a scary moment in time. Yeah, but yeah, it, I mean, you suck it up and you do it. But. Well, I think I just think it, you got to take the even if even if one in a, you know, a million people got yeah. sick from a vaccination. Compare yeah, that to what very, the. That's a very. That's a very. It's a very. It's a very personal. It's a very personal call. The thing. The thing that shocks me, right? I mean, no. The thing that it doesn't surprise me right now that it's happening at Disneyland is the fact that, from what I, my understanding is, is the economics of the immunization um, reduction is the kind of economic bracket that you're going to see coming to Disney theme parks. I mean. Look at the prices. An ironic first world problem. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. so that's, just, that's what makes it sad, right? Is it's totally preventable. I understand the you know, I understand that it's scary to put something in your body that you don't exactly right. understand. Yeah, but Tell me about it. Uh, I the thought that we have scared ourselves, and I mean, you just feel bad for the people. You feel bad for the people who are tricked into thinking that there's a problem 
Well, that's you know, the thing. I just hope that everybody who makes the decision actually is educating right. themselves, right. making sure to... making sure you read all the material on both sides of it, not simply you know following Jenny McCarthy, um, who what great gained great fame for you know declaring the connection between autism and vaccinations, or at least that's my understanding. Mm-hmm. I, I don't actually read Jenny myself. I just know that I've seen her name. She often. is she is connected with that. okay, and you know, and it, that's what she believes. That's that's fine. I just hope that other people heard her say it and investigated it themselves and then came to whatever decision I agree or disagree with her rather than simply going, oh, well, she must know something because she's famous. Those are, that's a, are that's a that, sentence that should not be spoken. I, I mean, but all it, of the but ladies on The View aren't saying everything with 100% certainty all the time? But it, but only it's, Whoopi Goldberg. It's, it's, so, it's, so, it's an easy, it's, I only it's trust easy to fall, it's easy mm-hmm. to fall into. I mean, it really is. Especially when you, we haven't been confronted with it. I mean, I, I'm, I'll be very interested to see. I'd be very interested to learn kind of what the numbers have been in recent weeks. Because, you know, you didn't well, know anybody with measles. Right. And a lot of people, I bet, don't even know the ramifications of measles. Mm-hmm. I mean, measles isn't just something where, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I mean, there, there can be serious life. You can die. Yeah. Especially and, for adults, right? And, yeah. Well, and, you know, it can affect, as I, as I recall, it's been a long time since I've read all this stuff. But as I recall, you know, it can have long-term effects on you even if you don't die i mean i think it can affect reproduction and stuff like this and so you know you may be you may be taking you you know it's like kind of you know you have to you have to kind of balance your your decision is it worth taking the you know roll well, the, the dice that it's possible the sad you know, part but is, you know hey i mean in my view the sad part is a lot of these people who choose not to are doing it knowing that everyone else is. So even if I don't, I'm not going to get the disease because everyone else is, it, it, took it and they're not going to get the disease. Yeah, well, that's... that's. I mean, obviously, at some point, there's a tipping point and yeah. we've reached it. Yeah. <laughs> there's also... The hard part for me are the people who took their kid, their babies. The, I mean, you can't, yeah, you can't people, receive this immunization right. until you're a certain age. But, but yet, a baby getting measles isn't that big a deal, right? I, I, I thought kids getting it worse not great no 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 i i i don't i don't believe you're correct on that i believe that measles is a very scary thing for even young ones no and i think it's it's at some point it's almost your civic duty to if the science is proven to get but you can't do that i mean you can i mean well you could but we don't we don't but there's you now there are ramifications if you don't do it like right. you can't go to a public preschool for example but we don't force people to have medical procedures like right that. we don't no we never did but there's something to be said of trying to eradicate there's having the human desire to eradicate the disease yeah but um, sadly you have to balance that with the reality of the distrust of yeah with liberty for right um Sorry, we had a quick technical problem, so we lost the last few seconds, and then we're just going to wrap this topic up, because between measles and the next CEO of Disney, we are not allowed to have this much fun in our conversation, and we want to see if we can move on to something maybe a little heavier and meatier <laughs> to talk about. Oh, so. please, tell them the truth. <laughs> Fanboy and I came to blows. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fanboy yeah, has just... ice on his eye. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca is nursing her sore knuckles. If you thought O'Donnell and Goldberg could, could go at it. Oh, The View. Yeah. yeah. So what's this I hear about dick poop? <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> so I, th- I thought a little dick poop could uh, break the seriousness. For those who don't know, he was the cinematographer for a movie none of us remember. <laughs> 
but because his actual name is Dick Pope, but the Academy president yeah. yes, said she Dick was announcing Poop, the nomination. he is now the most famous cinematographer in the world, where no one knows his actual name. What else do we have on our list, or do we well, have anything? We have got some great questions from the proletariat. For the cabal. For the cabal. As part of a hunk of cheese day. What would you want to see replace Finding Nemo the Musical? Ooh. No. Nothing. No. What? Love Finding Nemo Why? The Musical. Why would you replace that? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and was that was that the end of the was was there were there options or it was just open ended? Open ended. We only have 140 characters. <laughs> Could you figure out a way to make that like the Ice Age and go with Frozen? I, like, figure out a I way. mean, I'm just just <laughs> you know kind of. Going. It, it leads in from Dinoland, so if you have... Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So you could go with, you know, and then you Frozen could... Frozen is set in Norway, which is sort of Asia. But it's, but it's the Lopez's. <laughs> sure. Oh, please. That's sort of You know Asia. what? <laughs> the what? Nemo takes place in the Barrier Reef. That ain't nowhere, you know. That's what? true. It's <laughs> at least in Australia, which is, was at one point on the plans for Animal Kingdom. So I'll give them that. Well, at one point it was all one big continent, right? Oh yeah, that would that'd be really cool if Animal Kingdom just like read redid the whole thing and went with um, Pangea. Was yeah. that what they called it, Pangea? Where they spoke Esperanto, I believe. <laughs> Pangea Kingdom. And then, what one ride would you want gone from each By park? The, if they did have to replace Finding Nemo the Musical, I vote for Toy Story the Musical. Um, I vote for something with animals, since it's Animal Kingdom. Rex. Uh, I know the Jungle Book. Oh, wait, or maybe then, Tarzan. Then, then there, Rocks. done that. Tarzan I did love Rocks. Tarzan Rock. I did too. Okay, so we, we, we prefer to keep Finding Nemo the Musical just the way it is. Yeah. We can turn Finding Dory the Musical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe they Or, well, now that I think about it, if depending on how good Good Dinosaur is, oh, it would true. fit really well. But it won't be good. It, who knows? We'll see. It is my seventh most anticipated Disney film of the year. I What's your it? number one? You saw Oh, I, when I went in to write an yeah. article about Strange it's Magic, okay I saw that saw. it was there, and I clicked it, and I'm sorry if it, I read it before it hits the press. It's but fine. You have draft privileges. I liked it. <laughs> so uh, he also wants to know what one attraction... Who is he? Um, at Marshall underscore Knight. Awesome. He also has draft privileges. <laughs> um, which one ride would you want gone from each park? Gone. Want gone? Yeah. Uh. I say Stitcher's Great Escape. For Magic mm-hmm. Kingdom. Okay. Um, Hollywood Studios. What do they have left? Does it have to be a ride? Because I don't. Have I money. think like shows or, uh, or um, attraction. an attraction, like but not Bill you know, Cosby from Hollywood Studios. <laughs> oh, just saying. What's funny is they've gotten rid of like everything. I would say lights, motor, action at this point. No. What? I know. I know you. I know it's Gideon's. Gideon's no, thing. Daddy loved it more than oh, Gideon really? did. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. That's um, why I had to go see it when before Gideon was born, and then once Gideon was born, then I had to go see it again. Animal Band Kingdom, I say Triceratops Spin, just because... I have I great memories of writing that with the young French boy. May we? Mm-hmm. Not you. I said, but yes, not... But, I, know, I didn't but say just make it sound walk. like it's you, the way you say that. Oh, sorry. No, it wasn't me. And Because no. mom, mom said it was too... Like, she would get sick, right? I don't know what mom. Yeah, that's my mem- my memory was that the mom was like, you know, and you just sit right uh, there and so. Je sique, je puke, je puke, je Okay, <laughs> enough with the. So Epcot, just part of my French. I was gonna say, probably. Je tosse ma you know what? Considering that she's traveling to America, <laughs> tosse and, you, and you don't you don't travel very much. She probably said in nice, beautiful English. <laughs> 
<laughs> that uh, this ride would make me sick. Vous ridez the Triceratops spinner? Voulez-vous coucher avec Triceratops spin? Is that more representation of your French when you were over there? <laughs> Considering you studied French for a few years and went over there a couple of times in oui, high school, oui, oui. that's pretty pathetic. Oui, oui. Oui, oui. Pathetic. Okay. Exactly, bro. Your four words. Enough so of making fun of the French. Move so on. So it was Stitch's Great Escape, um, Triceratops spin, uh, uh, Lights, Motors, Action, and then for Epcot, I'm torn. Um, I'd say either the Lion King Land movie, just because I haven't done it in Circle years. Circle of but Life. Circle of Life, although I don't remember it being bad. And then Mission Space, just because it makes me sick. Damn. That's the best line from Circle of Life. Mm. Uh, right. Speaking of French, yes. have you noticed how much how much better... Um, Impressions de France? No, um, what do you call it? Freedom Vanilla is compared to regular vanilla? How is that Baskin Robbins flavor of the month? Yeah, we had some Freedom Vanilla pudding today. We did? I did. You, oh. you weren't there. Where'd you have this? Uh, the house. Oh, oh the yes, the Jello pudding, instant pudding. The French vanilla. You can't buy that. You can't buy Jello. You can't buy Jello. You might as well go see Leonard Part 6. Yeah, please. <laughs> it's not owned by Cosby. <laughs> Anywho. He just he doesn't, he doesn't to the even, DVD. He doesn't, I don't doesn't even advertise it anymore. <laughs> Anywho. Um, we did not buy his flavor. So Okay, so anyone else want to go next? If not, I'm ready. I'm ready. Go for it. At Magic Kingdom, I'm going to agree with Stitch's Great Escape. That's Too easy. Too easy. At Epcot. Are we pretty much across the board? Like, is there anybody going out? Other than Stitch's Great Escape? Because I don't want to say the same thing as everyone gotcha. else. Okay, At Epcot, I'm going to go with Mission Space. I just feel too big of a piece of land to have an attraction that... <sighs> underperforms? Uh, how do you say it? Regurgitate? <laughs> <laughs> Je-puke. Je-puke. Is that is that our topic? <laughs> our title? This <laughs> no. Although it describes our podcast well. <laughs> <Je puke>. um, <laughs> pretty, much, pretty much that's all you guys do for the next hour, hour and a half. Okay, the studio at Disney's Animal Kingdom. See, see what I did there? Actually, no. I, I kind of mixed up Primeval World, hands down, no mm. questions asked. Just because you have bad personal experience, <laughs> that is a great ride. <laughs> Fanboy also <laughs> believes that death will fall upon all who entered the the, uh, the queue for Primeval World. <laughs> I love Primeval World because I still enjoy Primeval World as well, but I always get a like safety spiel. <laughs> yes, yeah. not from the cast member, yes, but from no, Fanboy. No, no. Yes, and one uh, I won't say her name, but. Yes, but go ahead. <laughs> and then at Studios, Batby. Really? Uh, that's a good choice. Yeah. Maybe better than one I chose. Roar! I'm going to stick with the one I chose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good riddance to Batby. <laughs> Replace it with a better version of Batby. I'm okay with that. Beating the beast for I'd those. Rather they the did, I really wish right they there? did a, no. a cavalcade, like a review. Mm, that'd be fun. Because it, it, the studios, it's just such a broad topic to like yeah. pick one show and narrow it down. It'd be nice if you had like a, so that way you could see various character, your mm-hmm. favorite characters in a, but that's just me. I like It'd be cute. They could like pitch it as like a Busby Berkeley style yeah, exactly. or um, uh, Follies kind of a thing and then branch it do that there? I think it'd be kind of fun know. if they went through yeah, various yeah. genres of music. In the park yeah. first open. Edu- so cool. you could educate people a little bit too yeah. without them knowing it. Maybe with birds singing. I like big. What? Like geese and... and yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but no, but focusing... 
focus it on Disney stuff, but maybe not. See, it's now, now it's going to sound like Steps in Time as I say it out loud. But, but I, I loved Steps in Time. So, But no, I think it would be funny if you offered various versions of Disney music kind of in a, in a timely, fa- in a way that reflected the music mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah. Because you can, you know, do a ukulele Ike, you know, When You Wish Upon a Star with just a little... When you wish upon a star. Yeah. Yeah. And then kind of, you know, go from there. It'd be fun. Well, even like the Broadway version of Aladdin kind of 1920s-ified a lot of the arrangements. So that'd be fun. I would enjoy that Uh, immensely. And then you can make sure there's the characters so that way, you know, because right now they don't even have a parade. Mm -hmm. Which is sad. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Disney's Hollywood Studios, I should have chosen... um, Batby. Bat B, I think. I, I like that show more than most people, but yeah, I went with do. Disney nah. Junior live on stage. Okay. Just because of lack of anything else to pick, not because I don't Where like will it. the kids go? Think about the children. My kid doesn't <laughs> like it. At Epcot, <laughs> I chose now. the hour and a half long boar fest that is Ellen's Energy Adventure. <gasps> <sighs> wow. That was, that, was that your Velociraptor? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically. That just that that hurt me deep. That's my favorite. Really? At uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom, the second most disappointing Disney ride I've ever been on. You know, you have that anticipation of riding a ride. You go on it for that first time. You come off and you go, "What the?" That would be Cali River Rapids. Oh, I forgot about that attraction. Cali River Rapids. That's a bad attraction. B A D bad. <laughs> and at Magic Kingdom, it's not the worst ride in the world, but it's certainly not the best. I would like to see them get rid of it to make room for an actual quality attraction. That would be Pirates of the Caribbean. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, Just throw them over the side already. <laughs> Rebecca? Do be fired. It's easy to criticize. Let's hear your list. I'm, yeah, I know. I've been sitting here the whole time going, okay. Um, because everybody seems to hate it so much, I would have to also agree that Magic Kingdom would do well by dumping Stitch. But where will we go to smell chili dogs? I just love that. AA. I have a feeling that smells to the lunching pad where they serve chili dogs. I just love that AA. It's just awesome. I just am so sad that whoever was responsible could, for this story you know, gave us such Bill a w? bad story. What? His nickname is Bill W. <laughs> he could oh, reappear as ha-ha. like the center of a um, of a merchandise display. They could replace and he could still Co- pop up and walk around and spit on you. <laughs> they could replace like, Cosmic Ray with he doesn't have to stitch. disappear. <laughs> yeah, um, and no, then, but if, you, if you get rid of Cosmic Ray, you at least have to have Stitch seem um, unork unork. Unork Lay down across. You the would be very sad. Let Cosmic Ray go away. Did you hear that? Not, that by the way, that's not Cosmic Ray. Yes, no, or, it's not. The lounge lizard. Yes, it, it's sunny eclipse. Sunny eclipse. Sunny eclipse. But we call him Cosmic but, Gray. But if you ever go to like some of the um, like special event parties, they remove him. Like yeah, his, his elevator sad. goes down, and yeah. they like pull him off the elevator thing, and they put a DJ stand on top of where mm-hmm. he's supposed to be. It's really eerie. And then the DJ rises up through the stage if you catch him like start or stop oh, his show. Did you guys know they've been closed that balcony? Yes, we ate there last time. Not oh, wild. So yeah, it's enclosed. It's still yeah. out there, but it's enclosed. Mm. What's that? You, you go out, outside. yeah. So they basically extended the restaurant so that you can't. There's now there's not no a outside balcony. Right. where the balcony was is now indoor space, and so there's no longer this magical space that nobody knows about to go watch fireworks to which, or watch to which parades. I said to which I said if they were going to enclose anything, I wish they would have enclosed the other side because who wants to eat outside at tables right by the gas spewing right. speedway? Yeah. Which, by the way, is what I should have picked. Yeah, the Speedway. Yeah, because it just takes up so much real estate. To, yeah. but you can't do anything. It's there. not There's that a pleasant. Submarine underneath. <laughs> just a submarine underneath. Isn't there? No, no submarines no, would be way over. Really? 
Yeah. So submarines were the mine train is. Yeah. yeah. Submarines were completely. So what's under the Autopia? Yeah. What's that? Ground, for building. Water. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, yes, but ground for building. <laughs> Magma and then. <engine. laughs> <laughs> The uh, Earth's core. They so yeah, the so topsoil, s- so and then they stitch. <laughs> um, dude. Um, okay, so um, Animal Kingdom. I would, I would dump um, Bugs Life because I just don't appreciate and any take, aspect of it. Take that ugly tree with it, right? No, you the, tree funny could, is, the tree <laughs> could stay. Now that we've all you know made our Animal Kingdom claims, I'm surprised that none of us like. Force on to the future to already remove Avatar. Avatar, now. yeah, I know. It's kind of hard. <laughs> you can't remove what's never yeah. happened. Uh, what's, actually, what's never been there. Didn't they just make a statement that construction's actually farther along than everyone thinks? Wasn't there something? They like? did a permit, building permit. Oh, okay. And then um, at studios, I would get rid of Muppets. Um, not necessarily that I don't think the Muppets should have a presence. I just think that that presence is very tired. And not that interesting. Yeah, no, I know. It's it's sweet. Welcome to my park. No, I don't think it's that enjoyable for people in general. I've got Donald Duck back here. And then um, I've forgotten Epcot, right? So I have to think of something at Epcot. Epcot. Hey, look, a bunny. Hmm, Epcot. I know it's so perfect. Wow. Flight the winner. No. Doves. Off killed maelstrom. Um, I am. I Epcot frustrates me. I want more um, to do there. Um, so let's get rid of something. No, because like Germany, <laughs> I, I like. Let's get rid of the the beer garden so that you can have an attraction there. You know, no, it's like I that kind of beer garden. Everyone's. I don't. I don't. Whatever I whatever I guess I know, but I just feel like that's the theme park. It's like the. It is weird to me that you the thing like I talk schnitzel? about most of you all when like I go to Epcot is the food. It's just you don't it's a like giant Bavarian food cheese court cake? for it me. It is the best <laughs> giant food court. It's just so weird. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Epcot and I love all of that about it. But it's just strange to me. That, that, that there's is, nothing to do? That my, when I think of what is it, what are my must-dos when I go to Epcot? And one of them eat, is meat, 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 um, meat, Yeah, is eat, make sure I go to the Japanese department store. It's just, it's. Strange. It's not a bad strange. It's just strange. So I wish there were more little boutique things, like more impressions de France kind of things. More. Dun, dun, dun. Like, there's not a Germany film that shows me the beauty of Germany. So you, well, you see what out. happened with the Norway film. Dun, no one really cared dun, to see. Yeah, that. I know it's true. People like rides. Want to see the beauty of Germany? Go through the traps. Check out the, the <laughs> women working at the Germany. The beauty of Germany <laughs> is in our steins. <laughs> um. That was, that was an interesting question, even though it did elicit Rebecca's anti-Epcot rant. Anti-Epcot rant. So let's get this straight. Yeah, that's going. about <laughs> as that, no. That's a, just that's about as much of an anti-anything. <laughs> that's like my <laughs> anti-rant. There you go. There it is. That's as fired up as I get when it comes to anti-Disney something. Because huh. Epcot. Unless they screw well, up Cinderella. No, that's not true. What do you think of Maleficent, Rebecca? Yeah, no. Well, but I don't say that on the podcast. I just leave that to my chiropractor. Epcot is the very most unique of all the Disney the parks. The very most unique. And does not need to be drastically changed. Yes, it is. Fanboy, you got any others? Yes. Not with my Magic Plus, that's for sure. This gentleman wants to know, how would you rebuild and retheme Hollywood Studios from what it is now, and what would you call it? Disney Skid Row Studios. Downtown 
<laughs> I'd call it um, Disney's franchise extravaganza park. I'd probably call it Bob Iger's strategic priorities. <laughs> Discovery Bay? Uh, Geyser Mountain. Geyser. <laughs> Cave. <laughs> Three bags full. <laughs> John Doe. I'd call it um, Disney's Streets of the World, but mostly L.A. John Doe featuring Big Thunder Trail. <laughs> if you get that joke, you've been around a while. <laughs> and you've been to Big Thunder Trail. Yeah. Um, I know, it's got a very nice open-ended theme. I'm not sure. Isn't the theme just an excuse to build rides? Do you so, think that it'll maintain the studio's theme? Moving forward, I think it's already lost much of the studio's theme inside the park, to the point where I don't think changing the name would be a big upset. And the scuttlebutt is it is going to be changing the name, right? Again, I don't think that's the scuttlebutt. That's not the scuttlebutt. I I don't know. That's just my own brain going wild. What is a scuttlebutt? Is that one that thinks a dingle hopper is something? <laughs> 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 I don't know if it's scuttlebutt or scuttlebutt either. I think now that now that. I don't know. Now that Giaga Lake is closed in Ohio, Excuse they're just going to call it's it... Scuttlebuck. They're just going to call you it... You know about Giaga Lake. Lake? I'm obsessed with Giaga Lake. I just read a huge article on Giaga this Giaga Lake is fascinating. Oh my goodness, you yeah. know what it is. The story of the rise and fall Did of, you just read the same article I just read? I've Maybe, but I read it, I read it like six months ago, and okay. then... Fanboy would get upset because when I couldn't sleep, I'd just be looking up YouTube videos of like people's experiences at Gayaga Lake when it existed. <laughs> it was the world's largest theme park. But it was the world's largest theme park like because of just corporate greed. They, they took gates away it was, and made it one big park. It was a lake, <laughs> and on one side was a small little amusement park, and on the other side in the 80s was um, a SeaWorld. It, this was in Ohio. So there's this small family-owned um, little theme park with rides on one side of the lake and the SeaWorld on the other side of the lake. And so um, the the zoning was different on either side of the lake. On the SeaWorld side, they weren't zoned for um, attractions. And so as SeaWorld you know, eventually started growing and building roller coasters and rides at their other parks, they realized they could never do that with their Ohio property. Um, and now I want to say Six Flags at this time had bought uh, the Gayaga-like amusement park. You're right. And they were they Six Flags was starting to expand other other parks to include um, marine animal shows, and they were interested in just buying SeaWorld, and so SeaWorld was you know happy to sell it anyway because they couldn't build rides there and didn't see much of a future. So there was quite a bit of space between these two parks, and so Six Flags just starts expanding um, to try and connect the two and make it one big uh, crazy park. And then it's um, what's really interesting is it was a small town anyway. Uh, right. And then there's lots of roads that go through small towns for people to get here. And so anticipating that this world's biggest Six Flags Park would be um, such a huge draw, they expanded all these roads. Oh, really? <laughs> and so in the aftermath, there's all these towns with six-lane highways that have no reason to have a six-lane highway. And it was all to get people from uh, Cincinnati to Gayaga Lake. Um, but anyway, eventually, Cedar Fair decides that they want to buy the park from Six Flags and they make them an offer they can't refuse. And so they, they sell it to them and they rebrand all the attractions and basically de-theme everything um, to just something very basic. Um, and under Cedar Fair's management, it only runs for like two seasons because this park's only really open in the summer. And then after the second season, after it closes, not giving anyone right. proper time to, to mourn their park, they announce it's never going to reopen again. Except um, the water park. 
except the water tiny, park. Tiny water park. And so all that's left now, and it's really, it's really amusing, is a little teeny tiny water park with, I think, four slides and a wave pool. That's awesome. And it's over on the SeaWorld side. Everything else has been either removed or um, reclaimed by the earth. And there's lots of videos, too, of drones flying into it. Oh, oh, These clever. drone videos are pretty interesting. Um, like complete flyovers of the entire property as it exists now. And before it, they closed it, when Cedar Fair bought it, they just made it one gate. So before, yeah. Including the water park. Mm-hmm. So before oh. they closed it, it became the biggest theme park in the world. And this is what I love about it being one gate, but is because you know it had these two sides and it was so massive there were two entrances on either side and two parking, two parking lots lot. and so it was actually a common problem that people would exit <laughs> on the wrong side and find out you know it's not like at magic kingdom where where you know you forget that you came across the lake and you've got to take a train back <laughs> you now have to walk through the largest across theme park the largest theme in park the world the lake in the <laughs> from one end to the other to get to the other side oh wow to the other parking lot wow. amazing amazing and i've got some video watching yeah. to do that so let's let's name it disney's echo lake i like that i like that that's a perfect new theme for uh hollywood studios yeah, if not that, maybe Jurassic World. Oh, the Wikipedia no. article on this is quite fascinating. Geauga Lake? Geauga Lake's just an amazing case study in um, theme park management. You took a nice community. And it goes back to, like, the early 1900s. Yeah, I like, mean, if yeah. when you um, read, you know, testimonials from locals or, or um, some of them have made, like, YouTube videos just ranting about it. But, I mean, it is sad for them that they grew up with yeah. this and it just ballooned up into something that was completely unmanageable. It essentially covered two cities because part yeah. of us in exactly it was in Township like and Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go with something like Adventure except you have Islands of Adventure which is the you know you, so you can't go with that brand. You have to you know because of Orlando just up the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you but can't really you can't really use lands. the you can't use the word fe- you can't really use the word fantasy I'm guessing because of the modern fantasy Notion kind of goes a little bit more adult, and um, and Fantasyland is and you know right up, up there. The so yeah, um, so oh, would yeah, you want to? F- would you? Would you? Would you focus on? I mean, you know, I'm trying to think of that Disney, you know, word machine that you know pumps out the I parade name. This is real simple. It's Disney dot Pixar dot Lucasfilms Adventure. That Just may not work. That'd be great. Would you would you use the would would imagination some sort of Im- focus on imagination element like you know, worlds of imagination yeah like something like that or but there's no clear cut lands or divisions but between I think they're things. coming aren't they I don't I mean know. isn't that part of what the the scuttlebutt which is a scuttlebutt I looked it up on Wikipedia it is butt yeah okay. butt b u t t b u t t oh it is nip it you nip it in the bud right. Well, yes, because it's a reference to, to gardening. gardening. That's what I thought, but and I it, guarantee yeah, you now is it say butt or butt. butt naked? Do not nip it in I the butt. I do not know. What's Never, that? Nobody, is nobody it butt you? naked or buck naked? Both. Oh. Um, so there you go. And is it nobody does it like Sarah Lee or nobody doesn't <laughs> like Sarah Lee? <laughs> <laughs> buck naked. What does every kiss begin with anyway? <laughs> Um, but uh, getting back to the question of what would you, it, you know, retheme, rename. So that I always kind of focus, I always thought of it as kind of an, something regarding like imagination or or something. Like, see, it, we you you don't do you want to use kingdom? Apparently, they're know? both correct, buck and butt. Do do you want to use because you have animal kingdom, magic kingdom. You know, Imagination Kingdom? Nah. No. Is that too cheesy? I want to use magic, but can you not use magic? Because Hollywood yeah. and... I don't, I don't think know. you can use magic. I don't think there's magic. anything all that, ma- at least current... Could you use magical? Studios. It's not that magical. 
Go to the magical kingdom. Well, no, it's a I step mean... back in time to a different era. Some might say Hollywood wonder. That never existed, but wonder might be nice. Wonder World. Wonder, no, but wonder. Wonder. <laughs> wonder. I know the word. Wa- wonder. Worlds of wonder. Wally Something World. Something like that. Yeah. We'll just call wow. it Wally World. Wonderland. <laughs> be fun. Oh. But Disney's it, you... wonderful world of fun. Wonderful world of wonderful world of. There's something just on the tip of my tongue. Wonderful world of blue, blue chartreuse, aqua mouth puce. The wonderful world of. I like color. wonder. I think they can go with something wonder. World of wonder. That's a game. That's actually what the about characters of wonder? Disney. Uh, how to set up your home entertainment theater Blu-ray no. disc. <laughs> mm. Wonderland. No. Oh, I know Wally World. <laughs> I said that like a minute ago. Oh, <laughs> kingdoms of wonder. I was too busy reading about Gagali. Uh, <laughs> lands of wonder. Because that sounds like I wonder what it wonder, is. <laughs> wonder way. I wonder what happened to the one in Oneiders. Uh, Disney Sea. <laughs> <laughs> Disney Vacation Club Park. You know, naming parks is harder than it seems. Yeah, the guy who did uh, California, Adventure. California Adventure doesn't seem so silly, does he? Maybe that's just Disney Florida Adventure. But then no, you got to reshape the whole entire park like that that awesome fan-made map. But like I said, I don't think you can go with Adventure just because Island's up the road. People have enough problem well, figuring that all out. But no. we, had, no. we had Disney's Studios Park with Universal Studios just miles up the road. Well, but that was because they were deliberately trying to shove it in Universal's face. We can shove it in their face. Well, but I don't think they want to anymore. I don't think that's oh, the kind of rapport that better. goes on anymore. How about no, Discovery I just don't, Cove? No, I just don't think that that's the kind of... It's, that's an, I, I, I mean, wasn't Eisner, you know, just kind trying to kind of... Mm-hmm. Universal with, with Studios? Downtown <laughs> Disney. It's available. Ventureport. <laughs> Can't be any worse than Disney Springs. What do you think? Ventureport? Ventureport? I know. Actually, I like that. The whole park is kind of like a quest. So you could call it Disney Quest. I like McFarland, USA. Disney's Ventureport. Tony Baxter would be happy. Not that he's What's really port, you know, around anymore, but it's funny. Like they have Echo Lake in there. <laughs> yeah, Min and Bill. Everyone has to go through Min and Bills. Oh, okay. <gasps> oh, but the menu's not as good as it used to be. They don't have those stuffed baguettes anymore. Most icely. Assuming what's coming is coming. Well, no, that's the thing. You have to think of your. Ch- if you're thinking, if if you're honestly thinking about the rebranding of the park, then you're con- you have to consider the rumors that are out there. The rumors that the Pixar area will expand. The rumors that the Star Wars area expands. So you'll be left with a park that will be animation corridor with thrills, um, classic movies, Pixar land, and Star Wars land. So you have to think of something that would kind of embrace all of those. Disney's Hollywood Studios. There's some people. <laughs> there's there's some Disney's pe- corporate greed. <laughs> there's some people Cha-ching. who want to who want to use Mickey. Take that DC. <laughs> there's some people who who I've heard some you know talk about Mickey Mickey's something. Mickey's Hollywood Studios. Mickey Spawn because he started it all. Okay, no, ew, this sounds like a horror film. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey's Act Two. <laughs> Walt's Dream? Beyond Walt's Dream. Walt's Dreaming. You can't use Walt. I'm the head of Walt Disney. can't use Walt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can use Walt, because most of the stuff that's there had very little to, you know, it was born out of 
that, but there's like very little connection to Walt at that park. It's not like California Adventure, where you can kind of all of a sudden shoot Horde him in there because, hey, you came to California. <laughs> Walt, Walt lived in California. <laughs> I know what you do. You just... I mean, which was b- brilliant. Don't get me wrong. Disney's <laughs> Hollywood Studios Plus. Just to tie into everything else. My badge. Yeah. My Hollywood Studios. It's hard. Cosby's still here? No. Especially since I don't want to say any of the things I've, I've heard rumored because I'm not sure oh, how, good no. they, how, how accurate all they are. Those rumors are just Because <laughs> they're kind of scary. I'm like, really? No. Okay. I don't think we're going to come up with a good answer. Walmart. To this one. Walmart? No, no. But what do we want to happen at the park? I mean, beyond a name. Because it's more than just a name. F-U-N, a good time. F-U-N, <laughs> a good time. Star Wars Land is what I want to see happen. I do really? not want to see Cars Land happen. Do you want to see Star Wars Land in the vein of Potterland? I want to see Star Wars Land in the artery of Pottery Land. Yeah. Pottery. Potter. <laughs> I want to go. Bars. I want to go into capillaries and everything. <laughs> I want to see a blood clot of Star Wars land. <laughs> hey, that could be part of the Pixar land, because inside out. Touche. No, I would much rather see a par- par- Star Wars land than a, a Cars land. And, and I think it has a much bigger appeal, in the way Harry Potter does. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people will, will if you sell it, their mother's health insurance so they can get to magic, to whatever this new park is called, and visit Star Wars land, just as they have their their mothers dying in Britain right now because their children are finding a way to get to Potterville. You have documented evidence. I have documented of this. evidence. Of oh, this. Okay. Especially when they have national health care, but nevertheless, <laughs> my kids have abandoned me, but at least I've got my Earl Grey. <laughs> <laughs> the sad part is she has the measles. Ay ay yeah, you all are just dreadful. I've given up on trying to edit you. Yeah, <laughs> is that how British people vomit too? Like when you when you're walking around like all the bistro cafes and someone's you know the stomach doesn't agree with them, they go Jepik. <laughs> the things that abuse you guys. I wish you all could be here and see what I see. I see three grown men, Marie, bent the over, tears in their eyes, <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I must admit, <laughs> I'm delicious. To believe I'm currently not laughing with you. I am laughing uh, at you. Yes. The great stuff. We now know what it is. <laughs> and it's delicious. Ah, yeah, yeah. This is like that movie you took me to on one of our first dates. I should have known. <laughs> you should have known. <laughs> There's no question. You should have known. Oh dear. Was it? Was it mafia? It was bad. <laughs> yes, it was mafia. Oh, oh from the airplane people. Oh, yes. it was, but it was like the bad. Oh, oh, it's, it's just so bad. Dread. There was so like dreadful. this big, long scene where everybody's just vomiting all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> talking, okay. Well, talking that's about funny. Vomit's funny. I remember Watching this. Watching vomit is not funny. I saw Mafia, oh. and there was a tiny Tim character oh. that kept like getting closed behind oh. doors. It was just really... Oh. I... I was watching it, Rebecca when we were just starting the date. <laughs> I just remember thinking, oh dear. <laughs> I will, if, this continu- if, if this relationship continues, you'll have to learn early on. I do not enjoy going to movies. I and I de- out Mafia. And I definitely do enjoy it. Run, I remember seeing it. Florist. That yeah. was Mafia, right? I remember seeing it in the theaters. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I sometimes, sure I sometimes blend it with um, a different movie that I saw that was some sort of spy flick with Leslie Nielsen. Spy Hard? Spy Hard? Yeah. Sometimes that's all off the Team Disney building. I app. sometimes it's amazing 
blend those. The gap between the good movies like that and the bad <laughs> movies like that. Yep. <laughs> hey, what hey, are we talking about? <laughs> renaming the bag. So anyway, I'm a big fan of Star Wars. No, I'm not, but I would love Do you to think see we'll Star see, Wars land. I would like to see more ABC representation in the park. Hmm. In a dynamic way. I can bring my, my wiffle bat. No, no, in a, in a, dyna- in a dynamic way. Iffy. <laughs> so we'll, we'll set up the wipeout exhibit back there. I, I don't know, just some sort of cavalcade, like kind of what they've done with um, art of animation for animated films, but you know something similar. In in fact, in some ways, I kind She'll of wish they this would. Exhibit, and then all of a sudden, um, Professor Annalise Keating will come up and be like, "What is y'all doing on a dead girl's phone?" <laughs> <laughs> it's my magic plus, I swear. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be cool. You get to do it. Yeah, kind of like it. And then she actually holds up the phone and shows yeah. you. Like you at can't you, see it on TV, but now it's like interactive, so you can see what. At Universal, <laughs> you get to walk through the wall, and at Disney, you get to get your on uh, a dead girl's phone. Dead girl's phone. You guys are horrible people. Uh, it's I've decided. I, me. I, One of the, my favorite things that we did at Universal. It was so stupidly simple. Was actually sponsored by American Express, and was before we even entered the gate. And they had this giant screen so cool. where they would edit the crowd into some famous scene so like when we were there there was this tyrannosaurus rex in the pen and it looked like when you looked at the screen it looked like you were standing right by the pen oh, and wow. then the and then the animal ex- and, the, and then the animal escapes by you and it was so simple and all you do is stand there with your little cell phone filming you on the you know the screen and so mm-hmm. you have this video of you filming you on the screen as the tyrannosaurus rex goes by but i just found it so simple and fun and i was like oh i wish there was more of that kind of thing at disney like i could you know, go dance with a penguin and then, you know, share that virally with my friends. You know, there was kind a of place thing. where parents and but, dinosaurs rex could but, but no, but I'm just, I'm thinking that kind of, you know, like that kind of attraction, yeah, but showcasing all sorts of Disney brands. Yeah. And, and it would be something, my wish for studios was that it was the most dynamic of the theme parks. It's very hard for a place like Magic Kingdom or Epcot to be kind of evolving, ever-changing in a, in a rapid way. Epcot should never be complete. Um, you know, and s- except for, you know, the interventions area, you want it to right. be different if you come festivals. back in 18 months, you know, that kind of thing. But I would love the, the studios to be the place where I can't truly really plan my trip as well for that park because I'm not really sure what's going to be there when I get there 18 months from now, you know, because things come Ace and Ventura. go. Don't worry, they Ninja will close Turtles. attractions with you <laughs> like two weeks notice. But no, just that, that kind of, and not the whole park, just a port, some, know that there's some portion of the park that's going to be kind of the raw, raw, look at us, this is what we've done lately mm. in Which, the world of entertainment. Like more stuff, I mean, seriously, more stuff like not quality wise, but like the pirates, which was haunted mansion and Narnia. Yeah, and- exactly. I mean, I loved, I enjoyed that about the park. It wasn't always the most well executed, but I enjoyed what I saw. Like when I could tour the sets, that was cool. Could it have been showcased a little better or whatnot? Yeah. So, but that kind of thing. Yeah, like, I mean, for example, used to actually work there, and you can well, see what they're working. Yeah, and the thing is, is that that whole area, that whole animation thing, kind of needs to be re- revamped. I mean, it, it, yeah. are you still meeting Mushu there? <laughs> yeah, yeah that that should be constantly so updated. You know if you can tra- take that and not have it be animation only, but just a more a, a wider showcase and a more dynamic showcase, as opposed to sit and watch a film, sit and look at a drawing. Yeah. You know. I think it, I think it'd be really cool. I love that Mushu film because it was outdated like the second it debuted because Chris Sanders is in oh, it yeah, as like you know directing animator on the yeah. character of Mushu, and I think by the time that came out, he was like already being edged out of Disney. Yep. Well, you got, he was, it started was, at DCA, so yeah, it was before it was before Stitch. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, I only I only ever experienced it 
at, at Disney World. So to me, it was like, oh, here's this new thing. Wait a minute, that's Chris Sanders. Yeah. So Wait a minute. He's opening the attraction at DCI, I believe, 2001. And it was really neat because then he became the Stitch guy, and it was mm-hmm. just kind of it was in a, in a way it was the opposite. It was like, oh, remember when? <laughs> Hi, Chris. And then and then you go to Florida, and you're like, oh, remember when? <laughs> yeah, that. Which, start. by the way, that poor guy who's the voice of um remember the. When. Dragon Trainer. Mm-hmm. I I don't see anything but the Dragon Trainer. Whenever I hear him, he was on. Oh, he Doug was, Yeah, he was on like Jay. Uh, Jay. He was on um, uh, Fallon or Kimmel or somebody the other day, and I'm like, I only, I only see the the little Dragon Trainer. See, I first and foremost still see him as um, Sorcerer's Apprentice. No, the druggy and knocked up. Oh. And then <laughs> and then Sorcerer's Apprentice and okay. then Dragon Trainer. Mm. Okay, what's up? Oh, we can keep going. We're done. We were done with our topic. Oh. We're kind of waiting Do for the next, uh, no. next topic. Anything else you want to cover? No. I want to know if you think selfie sticks should be banned from the park. We didn't talk about that last time, right? No. We talked about that personally. I saw a bunch. Of, so I was in the city all weekend. And I saw mm-hmm. so many of those. Yeah. Well, more and more venues are banning them because yeah. you know you pay a lot of money to go to a concert and then you end up with a sea of selfie sticks. Yeah. But I'm wondering if a place like you know, will theme parks begin to do that? No, they'll probably just make a Disney branded selfie stick where it's Mickey's hand holding your phone. Oh, that'd be clever. I just wonder because I was like, I haven't <laughs> experienced selfie stick. I, uh, there was one on the cruise line, and I thought it was just obnoxious. <laughs> but I mean, it, the cruise line's a different kind of experience, right? And so I haven't been in the park where I've dealt with them. But if, yeah, if they are infringing on people's enjoyment of the experience. Just like photo- flash photography is not right. allowed in something, yeah. yeah. Then I don't see why you wouldn't ban them. I'm, I'm, it's one of those things where I'm. I think they have to get out in front of it because if you can do it, if you can do it everywhere, and then like if there's the perception that you can have it at the parks, but if you're like all right now, like before it becomes everybody's got one, you know you can't take it there. You know, I think Welcome, if they do, think but I don't know. You know, I'm not saying how no I feel about it yet because I haven't, please. I haven't dealt with it very much myself. And also, no selfie sticks. I They're also, imbecilic. I also think the selfie stick thing might be a little bit of a fad. It's definitely a fad. Uh, I'm not sure. I think the term selfie is going to be something that's very like it. It'll define this era that we're in, and no one will say it anymore in ten years. Right, but I, it's funny. I think the selfie. Is um, going. I don't know because it allows you to take a picture of more people, and so it seems like if you were going to, if you were going to use it anywhere, you'd use it at Disney because you oh. can get a picture of you and your kids and your agree, you know, mom and dad. It also and so allows I may you not, to like seriously hurt people. Or I may not. Your phone I may not them. ever use it anywhere else, but I could see where you know, hey, I'm going to Disney World. Let me get my selfie. I stick. agree, but also like I mean, tripods were kind of a Disney Park fad thing for a while. And then they kind of went away. Yeah, which is funny because well, when we first moved to Florida, away. they were banned. You couldn't bring a. How about you couldn't jean bring a jacket tripod with patches? Are they just a fad? <laughs> and then, like, you can't. There's certain lens sizes you can't bring into Disney because they're considered professional, and so in order to carry those into the park, I don't know if that's still the case. That was the case when we used to live in Florida. You, just, you can't make any money off of a cell phone and YouTube anymore. Yeah, no. So that's why I just <laughs> don't know if they bother with that kind of thing anymore. Do they? You know. Well, I wonder with the and Escape then, from Tomorrow thing, whatever. Oh right, stuff? yeah. Like if maybe they kind of hunkered down on it too and then and then with gopros being so popular are they being are they reevaluating rules regarding you know would they let some i do not know if they are trained to look for somebody who is 
has a GoPro harness to them. And is it okay if they have a GoPro harness to them? Because well, it's pretty obvious when people so. have a GoPro harness to them. Right, but if you're not if you're not trained to look for it, well, you, you know, know who is a huge investor in GoPro, right? The Walt Disney Company. They were a VC of GoPro, so. Oh. So they encourage us to wear GoPros on our hands when we go to the park. Oh, maybe that explains why he was the additional shark on Shark Tank. Who? The GoPro guy. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Kind of what goes to it's all. Synergy. Yep. You no, I, I don't know if that's so why. Speaking of Shark Tank, yeah. so I, I guess it. their contract is up like with the sharks. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, so it's funny. Contract. They're like... It's really the at the ABC press tour there. I said there's nothing quite like negotiating with people where your, your whole premise of your show is that these are the world's best negotiators yeah, and exactly. trying to negotiate a new contract. Well, I think it's easy. I mean, does Mark Cuban really need to make a bunch of money from Shark Tank? <laughs> but just part of it, just want to Here's get what you, know you what? can. You get to invest in companies and make a lot of money. You know what? Way. I bet you Cuban's trying to work out some way to weed out the people who are merely using it as a free commercial. Because that seems to irritate him. I think he's irritated. The people who don't truly come in looking for a deal. I think he's really bugged by the people who come in with sham products. Oh, well, no. That bugs him more than anything else. But secondly, whenever I hear him in an interview, he talks with extreme prejudice about the copper bracelets. And then he talks, obviously, with animation and uh, very much... uh, uh, very strong tones um, about the people who have no intention of making a deal. They clearly have no intention of making a deal. You know who? You know what I think I, my Shark Tank product would be? Footballs. But instead of having them um, be fully pumped up, just deflate it a little bit so they're easier to grip. I think the NFL would be more interested in, in them that had like the, the weight just displayed in big huge numbers on the side, you know. So Bella cheat. You can constantly cheat. Ball it. What a boring Super Bowl. Everyone's gonna make the Super Bowl pick. Yeah, um I predict that Adina Mazel will screw up the national anthem as she has her Oscar performance and her New Year's Eve performance. She did not miss a note in Enchanted, though I'd like to make note of. (laughs) (laughs) I predict the Patriots and Belichick will win it with relative ease. Really? That's my prediction. Not my hope. My prediction. Interesting. Why? Because they're good. Tom Brady is good. Now they've got this chip on their shoulder because they don't want anyone thinking they won by cheating. Mm. And I think they're good enough to do it. I think the Seahawks are going to win. I predict that there will be a football game at the Katy Perry concert and Adina Menzel's the opening act. There you go. That's so true. <laughs> Little Lenny, Lenny Kravitz thrown in for a good measure. Oh, okay. Are you going to go my way? Is Lisa right? Bonet going to be there? That's, that's who's yeah. performing with her. Yeah, Mr. Lisa Bonet. I kissed a um, squirrel and I liked it. Um, let me think. I I'm, uh, I want the Seahawks to win, so I'm not going to say anything about that. Um, I want both teams. Do you remember to when the other day Richard Sherman got a game that never ends? Remember when Richard Sherman got injured in the game the other day at Gideon? <laughs> Richard Sherman. <laughs> Like, no, no, not that Richard oh, Sherman. Yeah. <laughs> I remember feeling the same way a few years ago when this I guy, first heard This guy plays <laughs> football. It was, very yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Cause Definitely he was not the same guy. Off in the corner coloring. <laughs> what? Richard Sherman? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> All right. Are we done today? I yes. think so. All right. Third show, three weeks in a row. Take wow. that, you <laughs> non-RSS people who actually hear this. Um, Podcast.com. Yeah. No. Um, uh, MouseYearVacations.com, HoJoannaHeim.com. Please check out the new site. 
If you like it, let us know what you think. If you don't like it, we don't care what you think. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. We do care what you think, but don't let us know. It really hurts. We do this for love, not money so far. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And um, I like Alex's shirt today. He's got Jurassic Park. What? what? Jurassic um, World. Oh, get ready. Uh, if you guys check something out on the site, Doobies. Dude, my first blog of the new year, and if Hooray. I'm not mistaken, that includes last year, <laughs> <laughs> perhaps the year before. Yep. As I count down the 10 Disney movies, my order of anticipation. How exciting. Number one will not surprise you. Number zero will. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I wrote about uh, Rogue Wave. It should be hitting the site soon. The second book in the Mermaid series. I thought it uh, was even better than the, the first one and I've enjoyed both. I believe this They're is easy the, reads. This is the rogue wave that carried a Royal Caribbean passenger onto the Disney Magic, correct? <laughs> sure. Thank you. No worries. Um, I they have rogue wave insurance, don't they? The cruise lines? <laughs> I, I remember it, this. Feels I remember like, th- it feels like they should. I yeah. remember this being a discussion that I had once when I was working at Disney that's World awesome. and someone was like yes Rogue that's Waves awesome. insurance a thing and we, we have it that's awesome. oh that's the insurance company no no no, 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 no. insurance for there's, Rogue Waves there's specifically like when you own boats one of oh, your add-ons does. to your insurance can be Rogue Wave okay, coverage I thought you meant like I understand so, what you travel said, insurance. Yes. So, no, so the Disney chef will cover you if it sinks, as long as it's not by no. a rogue wave, unless you buy the rider. The, the Disney chefs, according to somebody that I I knew, um, they they apparently knew that they, one of their clauses in their insurance thing, you know, like you can have volcano insurance or whatever, is rogue wave insurance. They happen. So and in the right. event that a rogue wave comes and capsizes the Disney Wonder. What other fun? What other fun stuff can we say? We can say that the Disney Store has some nice limited edition T-shirts. They just yes. did one for Carousel Progress, and right now they're running one for the Monorail. Yeah. And I think monorail, those, you know, they last like monorail. about a week. I think yeah. is what they're doing. So and be sure to check if that I'm out. Not mistaken, their best purchase by going to LaughingPlace.com <laughs> first and clicking our link to buy them. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, and then, do you guys want to talk about the the site at all? The the sure, feature you, that you're always saying when I, when, whenever I tell you that there's a news story, you always say it's on the nine. It's, it's on, on the, the nine. nine. So what is the nine? Well, it's named after I named it, right? Yes, yeah, I did. named it with the approval of the BOD, which consists of Fanboy, Alex, and Kyle. Um, named after the legendary Disney Television ABC Television show from somewhere around what 2010, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lasted about. Less than nine episodes. <laughs> yeah. Is that the one about the bank robbery? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was so excited for that show. Yes, we were. Whoops. <laughs> but anyway, talk about the site. So it, we've got um, it, a new look. It's responsive, so you can check it out on your mobile phone, your tablet. Yay. And apparently, yeah. a lot of, apparently a lot of you are because Google Analytics tells us so. And um, we have the nine, which is like trending – Trending topics in the world of Disney. We mm-hmm. have our features. We still have the news headlines. Everything that you know and love, but um, we're updating it f- f- more frequently. We're trying to keep it fresh and place to go when you want to know what's happening in the world of Disney. So what the nine is, is Fanboy and Doobie kind of make sure that they put highlights of the day. So, you know, whatever, you know, it's that kind of that if you have just a few moments in your day to check, if you have just a few moments in the day to to check what's hot right now, what what do I need to know as a Disney fan? That's the nine. The nine is what you need to know as determined by fanboy and doobie. And you may wonder what scientific method went into coming up with nine topics. And the answer is... 10 would make them misalign because of the second character. So <laughs> we kept it at 9. 
Oh, that's awesome. I, th- I think you should have gone with eight, because that's a character ten. Because they only have four fingers on each hand. Oh, that's cute. So that's why. That's why. Let's I, keep it the nine, but let's only do eight. Why is she on the bo? <laughs> well, no, that's why my that's why my columns were always eight things I love about whatever. Because I thought it was funny. Because instead of having ten things, they would for them the default would be eight. So if you're an artist out there and you make a cute little thing of a character hand holding up eight fingers, we'll change the name and use that. Oh, oh, fine. Steal my eye. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> use it with someone else. No, that's fine. It's okay. There's also that famous scene in uh, a Goofy movie where Max is like, give me four. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So just fun stuff. But like so, that, that, so that's what you'll know. Like you'll, no, the nine is nice. But we can do both depending on the day. Three so then you can... Oh, you're just ridiculous. Slow day. So yeah, so, so if you need to just, you know, kind of get that little morsel, that little taste of what's going on in the world of Disney, check out laughingplace.com. And it changes throughout the day. Anything happens, we put yeah. something up. Something starts to get boring, like walking corpse syndrome. We take it down. <laughs> so Some stuff is a little more evergreen, like Bob Baller, Bob Iger's forty-eight million dollars. So we keep it up. Yeah. So it's just to you know as long get as the it's pulse. In the zeitgeist, you try and keep it up. There. You can get the yeah. pulse. By the, by the way, I, I think in a future pulse, episode we're going to find out true. that fanboy during the entirety of the Laughing Place podcast so far has been under walking corpse syndrome, and he's actually a completely <laughs> different person. Uh, you guys are so weird. It's another mate. Read, that go, go to the website. Read the Laughing Corpse Syndrome story. Walking the and, Laughing Corpse wa- wa- Syndrome. <laughs> 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 he really is. <laughs> um, the Walking Corpse Syndrome story. And tell me that there's not a very brave man involved in this story. Okay. There is. Okay. Cool. That it? Yeah, that's it. All right. I'm going to go find out why the nightly crashed tonight. Okay. Y'all, y'all have fun. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Aw, poor dude.